are listening to the Cleveland Guardians FanCast, hosted by Quincy Wheeler and Friends, a podcast about the Cleveland professional baseball team and its fans. Welcome to the Guardians Fancast Guardians Party Line episode. It's not so much of a party tonight because the Guardians lost to the Yankees, but that's okay. Let's hear from all of our friends uh, going around my Zoom and order. Alice, how are you today? Um, what did the Southern girl ask her husband, who is a Guardians fan? <laughs> what? Darling, I want to have a baby. Hi, I'm Alyssa. I like baseball. I'm stocked with Guardians memes, and I uh, think one of our pitchers is cute. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, and if you if you if you follow her, you can probably figure out which pitcher that is. And uh, he doesn't wear tight pants on the mound. Andrew, how are you today? Uh, I'm going to take solace of the fact that Bobby had a great start in Bieber's pitch tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. There, there are things to take solace in. I think. Allie, how are you? I was great, and now I'm upset. Uh, (laughs) It's okay to be upset. Everybody here can be upset. Uh, Mike, how are you? Um, So I have a conundrum. Uh, Clark Schmidt hasn't won any games that I've started him in in fantasy, and I just don't know if I want the points off, but, like, I could lock the game tomorrow. That's that's what I'm saying. There's no dilemma here, although... I have to try a different hat tomorrow because the crooked C failed me today. I thought for a second there was going to pull through again, but luckily for you guys, I have about 20 guardians hats. I mean, guardians or Indians hats. So one of them surely has to be the one, uh, Greg, how are you? I don't want to see James Karen ever again, <laughs> ever, yeah, ever. I, to I, will, I, will, I will party. I will party so hard if he is, DFA tomorrow. Oh, like it's a like, party line now. I wanted so yeah, badly for Tito to line. walk out to him in the middle. You know when he took him out with a with a bower. What the wrong with you? <laughs> That's what uh, I wanted. It's gonna be one of those episodes where I'm gonna have to do live. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, all right. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, I'm sure you're not the only one thinking that. Uh, we'll get back to Mr. Karachek. Eli, how are you? Uh I'm. Still kind of reeling from the, like, vision of those terrifying mascots that I saw on the Guardian. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why <laughs> did you look? Did you I not? Did, I, I warned you. Listen, I, warned I was you. just scrolling through my Twitter, and then there they were. Yeah, so, you can't really you can't really mute images, I suppose. Have no, you mute? So, you should probably mute mascots if you haven't, though. Oh, that's the yeah. Word. Mute the word mascot. That would Not that anything probably works on Elon Musk's Twitter anyway. No, uh, but also tonight, tonight we are joined for the first time on the Guardians party line by Tom, also known as MLB Feel It, also known as wait, what are you now, Tom? Ernie Clement. The, I, Clement. Uh, I'm Ernie Clement. I'm just missing Connor Pilkington. Who? Oh yes, Pilk, I would. That's right. I with a broken heart. You know, we lost to the Yankees today, but compared to losing Pilkington, it's been nothing. I could, 
I'd rather lose the Yankees 162 times than lose Pilkington again. There are 700 um, games in the season, so that's good. Right. They can still have a winning record. Hey, yeah. if if they DFA Karachek, they could pick up Shaw. I'd love yes. to see it. Um, I will add on to the mascot thing. Uh, that was the first tweet I saw in the morning when I woke up, and I didn't love it. No, it's <laughs> yeah. awful. I didn't love I it at all. How you experienced that? I'm, I'm, I'm almost getting close to just blocking the Cleveland Guardians account in general. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sure that most of you guys being younger than me are not really much active on Facebook. But recently I have been just thinking about how like awful it is all the time to have like friends and family I care about sharing stuff that's just not true. And I have to be like, hey, you know, hey, aunt so-and-so please you know check this out or whatever and ai is going to produce all these images that they're going to think are true oh my goodness how am i going to survive that's yeah, why that's i horrible. deleted facebook i, I could that's never imagine anybody spreading fake news <laughs> or 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 uh, <laughs> <laughs> or someone who might as well be a boomer who works for the Gar- Guardians media organization sharing it. Yeah. yeah. Can't imagine that. All right. Yeah. I can't imagine that either. Uh, all right. Okay. Well, we got to get to some venting. We got to get to the point where we make ourselves feel a little better at some point. So I guess we should start off with the bad news and then go into the good news. So, I, I mean, I'll just, uh, I, I'm not sure everybody's got a lot to say. I'll start off and say like, oh man, it, it's good. It's, we just have to find some power. We have to find some power somewhere because it just seems like nobody's going to hit a home run ever. And then uh, that's very hard to win a ball game that way. And I'm also like terrified that we brought up David Fry, who actually has some pop and slugging. And I'm just afraid that Tito's never going to play him because he's a rookie. And so he's going to play like once a week and he needs to pinch hit for Naylor every time there's a lefty reliever come up in the eighth or later. And uh, I just don't think that's going to happen. And it's depressing. And I'm sorry, I forgot. This is the last thing I'm going to say. Let you guys talk for a while. I cannot believe that he continues to allow Andres Jimenez to bunt. <laughs> it just drives me absolutely insane. Like I, there are very few things that make me an angry man. Greg, you know, you know me pretty well. But that makes me so angry because all Tito has to do is say, stop it stop it and he will not do it and it just it just really irks me so yeah they okay. asked him in the post game and tito said no he did that on his own and i was the, like you can stop it stop. you can tell stop it stop. that's <laughs> i know only Meisel, there was someone who could tell him to stop <laughs> right misel asks misel's great he always asks about the buns i really appreciate that and i understand you can't make the manager your enemy when you're a beat reporter but somebody somewhere along has to say, well, how come you don't ask him to not bunt? Like, why don't you tell him not to bunt? I just went, cause they never did it with Lindor. And in fact, my last thing about this, I, I promise 2018, I kind of wanted to fire Tito. And it was because the, the, the Indians at the time led the league in sack bunts and they led it by a good amount. They were up there with the national league teams who had pitchers batting in the lineup <laughs> And I just was so convinced, like, how can we win if we have somebody who doesn't recognize how stupid this is? And I changed my mind. I changed my mind. I read a book by Russell Carlton that changed my mind about it. But this, it really bothers me. Go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. You are apologizing for our brand of baseball. And I will not hear any of this apologies. (laughs) 
tour your Our- apologia you know this is the way we play cleveland baseball in no. cleveland Ohio. No, 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 no. Eating no. goblins not the slab bunny goblins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right that's right thank you that's well said yep it's it's hitting the ball not were bunny. you ready for the sandy alomar era quincy <laughs> Were you ready uh, for Jordan Luplo to pinch it oh, in the clutch again? Right. <laughs> hey, that hey. worked. It yeah, did it work. Know. I will def- forever defend Jordan Luplo. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm also a huge I want Jordan Luplo stand. He's also a Buffalo too. Bison's icon. Oh, is he? Love that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm always, I'm always in favor of seeing a ginger succeed in the majors because it's pretty rare. Birthday buddy <laughs> Jordan Luplo. Oh, nice. All right. So uh, we're halfway to being able to hack Mike's identity now that we can figure out what Jordan Luplo's uh, uh, birthday yeah, is. All we have to do is discover a social security number. Ask All right. my favorite social security number. Yeah, his, his, mom's name, his mom's <laughs> maiden name. His mom's first name. grade teacher's name. Uh, his first pet. All right. Who else? Who else wants to bet now that I've got that off my chest? Listen, Eli was not going to be scoreless forever. It was going to happen. Um, I'm glad that it happened when it wasn't his fault we lost. And now I don't have to worry about it's coming. What I do have to worry about is the people who, whenever I mention his name, show up out of nowhere to be like, screw you, he sucks, and like attack me. It's so weird. Like It happened to me all the time last season. It's so weird. But they can't stop me for rooting from him. Rooting for him, so hold strong, he, Alice. He's he's <laughs> had he's had a wonderful beginning to the season. No one can take. Yeah, he did. He hit it to eighteen scoreless. And I mean, uh, he gave up talk about like who can't like that's not a big deal. He also yeah, like he's been was... scoreless since the end of September, but people keep acting like he's the same pitcher. Like they're defining him as a pitcher based off of how he was going through that transition period to the bullpen which is normal and i i just think well that's i think tom, tom you did some work on that last last year where you showed how his mechanics got out of joint after june right yeah when he was struggling last year his release point was significantly lower i honestly really, haven't checked really it this low. year um to see if it's back to where it was but i would assume it is since he's pretty much picked up right where he was at the beginning of last year the the difference maker really is his ability to throw that slider for strikes and, and get guys going after it and it's such a great it's such a great contrast to the other pitches he throws it's worked i mean even the pitch he gave up the hit that scored a run was a good pitch i mean it was a 93 mile an hour fastball up, up above the letters so Guy got to. I mean, it's not the the letters, but it was in the top of the strike zone. Guy got yeah. to it. What do you got to do, Willie Calhoun? You know, he's just the greatest yeah. hitter in the history of baseball, so he's going to get you. If Kuchek, you know, could be less predictable, then maybe he he's a two pitch pitcher, either a high fastball or a, or a curveball somewhere somewhere in the strike zone. That's All right, it. we're getting the Karen check. He just already. He's so predictable. Ken he should be back on Friday. Yeah, he's supposed to be back. They said he's supposed to be in a rehab, and he got rained out today because, of course. But yeah. hopefully, yeah, my son was going to go to the game. Uh, I'm waiting for my husband, Sam Hunches, to return from war. Get off the IL. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like he could grow a good Civil War type beard. I feel like 
There are too I many neckbeards in that era. We got to be careful. Isn't it? True. The, True. Isn't it the Detroit bullpen at least last year that they all had like these like seventy styles facial oh, yeah, hair? All... If you if you had to for that. If you had to rank like the top five political advice that any American politician has received, that one random lady who wrote to Amer- Abraham Lincoln and said, grow a beard, it'd be in the top five. Cause that dude, that dude fell out of the ugly tree and hit every branch on the way down. But the, yeah. the beard helped a lot. It helped a lot. This is not related to guardians baseball in any way, but I had a professor in undergrad who looked exactly like Abraham Lincoln in every possible way, except that he didn't have a beard. And like, I can tell you the beard is what makes all the difference. Whoa. Whoa. Well, especially since, especially since he was not good looking to begin with. And by the end of, by the, by 1865, what the presidency does to every president, much less one that's in the middle of a, you know, civil war, yeah, like his and lost, lost looked, a child. He needed, yeah. he needed that beard. Like right. to a party cover line up. where we talk about speaking, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> speaking James of Karachek, speak, grow, grow a beard. Yeah, right. Speaking of not looking good and being ugly, James Karachek, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, things are not things are not going well there. I mean, I have to say, in general, I have been on the side of he'll probably figure it out because. He pitched with a pitch clock in the minors and he was pretty darn effective. So I figured he'd figure things out, but I guess what I couldn't maybe account for is it might've been easier to get away with some of the sticky stuff in the minors. Probably triple A hitters. Yep. Didn't he only give up like four home runs all of last season and now he's at three. He's at five. He's at five. I think five. Yeah. I yeah. think his hair was more important than we give him credit for. Sweat, rosin. Sweat rosin. I need someone to ask him why he cut it. I would put, him on, the, put him on the aisle until it's back to where it was before. Right. He needs a month to get the most. He needs to do the speed run of the sweat rosin. He goes, to, throw. he goes to he goes to the edgeless for hurt hair, hair that's not hairline damage. Hairline <laughs> fracture. I like that hairline fracture. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, if you, you look at, at Karen Chuck's career, when he came up and was, and was using the sticky stuff, he was super effective. <laughs> the minute they got rid of it, he was yep. an awful pitcher. Terrible. He right. found, he found, he, he found right. a substitute. He, found, he took right. a 30 seconds between each pitch. A legal one. The hair and rosin. Yep. And then he was good again. He right. doesn't have that. He, nope. I baseline, don't think he's a good pitcher. No, I think he's he been relying on, terrible. on sticky stuff his entire career to get where he is. 100%. Because he has. A very bad fastball and a curveball that breaks a lot, but no control over it. Yep. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Dead. I was he's told. I, it looks. It looks that way. Uh, right. Alice. Alice. What do you have? Well, oh, sorry. Everyone, like at the beginning of this season, was like, "Oh my god!" Like I don't trust him. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, I didn't trust him since maybe the end of September, beginning of October, because I was there. I think it was October second. And he struggled a bit because it was cold. So he mm. wasn't sweating as yep. much. So he couldn't go yep. through the routine. So obviously like that whole routine and everything played a major factor in how, you know, he pitched and everything and how he had his command. Yeah. Because yeah. You, you obviously Everyone... can work up a lather going into a game, but it's kind of hard to keep that lather going. If you're, if it's 42 degrees, maybe the pants the help him sweat. Like there's so oh, yeah. you sweat. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we can put them in like garbage bags and get on a bike. There you go. Entire game, like wrestlers do. Yeah. And they can come in and pitch. 
Yeah. Or he could he could eat something super hot. That'll make you sweat sometimes. <laughs> hey, that's, 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 the, <laughs> that's the that's the major league special. Of course, you know, of course. Put, put yeah. some jalapenos up under your nose. Right. Put snot on the ball. Or who was it? Uh, oh, for that picture, uh, Musgrave. Uh, the everyone's Musgrave. Yeah, yep. Musgrave. Musgrave. Everybody thought maybe he had some uh, red hot some hot hand stuff on the ears yeah, or something. Right, right. Yep. Yeah. Tom, are you saying something about? Oh Karen yeah, Chick? I'm. Saying, I'm gonna bite the bullet and say something positive about Karen Chick. <laughs> Please do. I'm the only is, one that does usually. <laughs> this is. This is gonna be difficult for me, but I think in his first inning, his pitch, his pitches, his, the movement was much more, much better in his first inning today. Um, I think the main problem with Karen Chick, honestly, is that he's been used so much. He's been yeah. used his most appearances tied with Class A and Matt Brash of Seattle, which is I mean, the, look at that group. It's the best reliever in the MLB in Class A. And then Karen Check, who can't get Willie Calhoun out, who has the fourth fourth worst war in the last three years in all of MLB. Yeah. Also, yeah. Like we had other pitchers in the bullpen that don't pitch that much that we could maybe use instead. Wouldn't that be? Because <laughs> Santos had like a single Santos. pitch. Yeah, a single pitch yesterday. And got also, the win because that I, stat is so fun. I haven't seen Stefan in a while either. No, I mean, he only pitched, I think, there. since the first game in Boston. Boston. Yes, right. and Hammy thought he was warming up. He announced it that uh, Stefan was warming up, and then check that, Karen check, and I had a, a bad day. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. Do you think this is Tito trying to force the front office's hand, saying, get him off no. my roster? No, he wouldn't give up a game for that. He's writing a guy like he does. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. I think if yeah. anything is the opposite, it's Tito yep. saying, James, go earn your job back, and that backfired. It's saying, James, I, the Leonis de Yucatan are calling my front office as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> I I do think that it is closer to what Alyssa said about him being his shot, in that he he trusts Karachek, and you, once, you've earned, once you've earned his trust, it's hard to lose that trust, because he assumes you're going to figure it out. I The one time... I got the pretty cool chance to go to a game and sit next to Mike Hargrove. I know I asked him at the time, I was like, help me understand the way that Francona uses Shaw. Cause like, I understand that Shaw's a good pitcher. Never but it's just, funniest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't say that, but what he said, what he said to me, I do always remember. He's like, it is so hard to play baseball that when you figure out that someone can do it effectively, you are willing to take the risk that they'll that they will probably figure it out and get it done more often than not, even if it might not make sense numbers wise always, because you know that they've fi- they've they've done the hardest done thing that you can do, uh, which yeah. is play baseball well. And I thought that made a lot of sense to me. I mean, it doesn't make it always right to do it, but and I've always I mean, liked I that think about that Cito. makes sense for Shaw. I don't think it yeah. makes sense for Karen Check. Shaw had a huge track record. I don't think right. Karen Check has shown the kind of yeah. like yeah, like, like the amount of experience will. can show that like Shaw could. Karen Check could not players pull off like that through dude. struggles. <laughs> and it's like you no have way. to work it out, you know, somehow. Like you can't just 
stop playing them or pull them when they're having struggles. You have to make right. them work through them. So maybe, maybe that's why I'm still in the two hole. Yeah. And, and maybe <laughs> it's another reason why another guy who struggled early in the season and then had a great outing yesterday in Cal Quantrill kept getting the ball and kept getting opportunities to go out and well, start the eighth inning. protection circle. So <laughs> yeah, I know we're, we're, we're all like record of, of doing that. Right. We're all, we're all like, Oh, Cal. Yes. Cal deserves your trust. And he does Canadian. have more of a track track record than Karachek for sure. But there are, I mean, there are, there are reasons to doubt Quantrill as a pitcher. There always have been, because he always underperforms his expected stats, but I've, I've seen enough to conclude he can do that. And that's who he's going to be. Yeah. At least until yeah. there's a decline. I but, agree. Go Cal. There's a, there's yeah. a intangible metric I've been tracking called Tito magic. And it's with any player that Tito just inexplicably loves and just trusts whenever. And they will, in the time where you least expect it, get the job done. <laughs> will that happen with Zachary? No. Uh, please ask. Well, he has zero Tito magic. Karen check. I think he's going to have a ridiculous outing in like two weeks and pitch like seven batters. Right, what's in, like in six two weeks? Cause I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> That, I would I would bet a lot of money that Karen Check is really good for a month and like two weeks from now for no reason. And then at his all. head will spontaneously It against the White combust. Sox two weeks from oh. today, so he better. Perfect. <laughs> Love to see it. Playsack, I did see Myzel tweet out today that the, the their fifth starter right now is not set in stone. Oh really? Yeah, I, I saw that, that too. Ah. They're, yeah, I'm in the, they're, they're, they're debating Playsack Battenfield right now. But they did wow. say they like they like curry in the pen, which yeah. annoyed me. I was like, but no, I like that. White I mean, Sox and Rockies can use a starter. I think he could start, especially like I if agree. you start Pleasak. Like, like I, I, I don't know who Curry did like Curry. I why think don't you should. just start the whole Curry with Curry <laughs> and Pleasak? Right Let Curry start and then That's maybe right. bring Pleasak in out of the pen. I would, I would do a piggyback with, not even Pleasak. I would do a piggyback with. Curry and a uh, Battenfield. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's what yeah. I yeah. But yeah. I um, I think they're using Curry Curry in that fireman role right now because he yeah. he just comes in and and just eats innings. He's so good. Like He's we don't so talk good. about that enough. Curry. Like, I got them to talk about Eli. Please talk about Curry because he's like in this role where he just has to clean up. You know, messes. Yeah, Zach's messes, messes come in very early and he dominates. And we don't like we don't talk about that at all. Like I don't see any of that. No, and he's kept us in games. Like we yeah. won, like that first Zach start, like we don't win that game without him doing what he did. And we almost won on Saturday because of it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Should have. Yeah. Curry's got a great mentality to come out of the bullpen. And I think that might be my main concern. Not that he can't start too, but that might be my main concern with police sack in the bullpen because I do think there's a chance that maybe in a in like an inning role, his slider might play up a little bit if he uses it correctly uh but you know at the same time i'm like i can't imagine bringing him into a game with runners on base because it just like he's good at picking guys off and stuff but he just doesn't see like if one bad thing happens the whole thing just all (laughs) right and the bad thing has already happened but they're already on base right but well he he wouldn't be bothered by that because he likes trying to pick guys off and stuff but once the guy gets to second base or something else happens, then we see with Allen and Bybee, like they've both had like big hits off of them. And they're like, okay, on to the next yep. batter. And they're like cool, calm and collected. And I love that. Adding yep. to the reason to 
adding to the reason to hate the Yankees, of which we have volumes. Oh, Jesus. They they hit Bybee today, the rascals. And then they Eli's were like on my playing, screen. Then they their played stadium that music. music dear, and like having a little fun dance party at their stadium and like cheering and stuff while our like injured Jesus. pitcher was rolling around. Sounds right. Does anyone still have the post game on? Because they're talking about Eli and Curry right now. Um, it's actually <laughs> moved on to like Guardians report, but I have it on and it's weird. oh yeah, that's what they're doing. They're literally talking about Eli and Curry after I was like, talk about them. They're like, fine, <laughs> here you go. So I have some sort of magic, I guess. <laughs> They no, listen magic. to you, Alice. Alice magic, <laughs> yep. Uh, I had a prayer circle going earlier, and it was working. Oh. I was like, bye, BB, okay. And he was, and then I, mean, I was like, bring Eli, and down. he did. So next, yeah. well, the Tito really loved really that, that too. When he put his glove on and was like, I'm going to go, and I'm fine, like, Tito was like, I love this kid. He's built different. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. Bobby. Uh, anyone else have a big venting moment before we try to encourage one another? <laughs> we can win the series tomorrow all right yes. we're on to encourage it, i guess yes <laughs> yeah beaver will start and beaver Maybe fry. beaver will go out there and show the world why no one needs strikeouts anymore who needs strikeouts you want some fried strikeouts for the start? week i thought we were encouraging quincy I'm just saying he's done it every time. He doesn't care about strikeouts. He'll get you out. He doesn't I know, care. but I'm hint. I'm hinting. I'm sensing a little hint of, I don't think this can last. Oh no. I'm, no. Okay. You're wrong. Okay. I, 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 I got, I understand Far be it why for you... me to defend Bieber from you. <laughs> I know. I know that would be a reversal. I, of roles. And I understand he's... what you're saying, but I'd believe in it. I, for a while there, I was like, Oh man, that cratering strikeout rate. And then I saw last time of like, Oh no, he knows what he's doing. He doesn't care. He doesn't need strikeouts. Just like I don't a care if he doesn't get as many many strikeouts as he used to as long as he's eating up those innings because mm-hmm. i mean i expect cal to go 7.1 yesterday that was cool but mm-hmm. bieber is usually our one who will save the bullpen so mm-hmm. also if you if you listen to bieber and zanino after the games uh you could tell those guys are up to something like they're like oh we're working on some different things yeah they i think they're gonna figure out how to get him some more strikeouts when he needs also to. A couple of years ago, Bieber's uh, starts were cut a bit short because he had so many strikeouts. Right. His pitch right. count kept getting up there because he had 10, 11, 12 strikeouts, which right. is great, but that meant he only went six innings, not seven or eight. I'll never I complain think, about strikeouts. I think, I think he'll start going closer to that seven inning mark because his pitch count won't be as high because he's not focusing on just trying to get the striker. He's just focusing right. on getting the guy out, move on great. to the next one. Great thing about strikeouts is that when you strike somebody out, they can't get a hit. And then the great thing about home runs is that no one can catch them. That's the Three thing. True outcomes. Yep. I'm a very much a believer in that, which uh, it's weird. You're that a I believer. The, yeah. I, it's weird, it's weird Shane, that I root like, for the guardians. I yes. Think Shane takes uh, like a lot boat. of, a lot of pride <laughs> in going like a longer amount of innings and saving the bullpen. Um, And he's been like frustrated that he hasn't been able to do that this year. Like when you hear him talk about, like his outings and like what he expects from himself. So I'm hoping that he starts being able to go longer. I think the thing that should be encouraging to everybody right now is that we haven't really played much in the central. And I'm not saying that the central is terrible. We have the twins coming up. It is terrible. Right. But, but we don't really, you're not really going to be able to say much about the team for a while still. And especially not till they start playing the central it's it's less important this year because they don't play as many central games, so you do have to win some outside the division. But essentially, if the Guardians take care of business in the division, they should be okay. 
So as these games start to come up, things start to be a little more significant. Right. Uh, so yeah, let's beat the Twins. Let's beat the White Sox. Let's beat the Tigers. Yep. Let's beat the Royals, who are horrific. Things could be worse. We could also think about it that way. We could be fans of the A's. We could be fans we could of the be White last Sox. in our division, like the Yankees. There is nothing worse than being an A's fan right now. Oh, like, that is a, a With your team moving. No, yeah. I like yeah, legitimately I would, feel sorry for the A's yeah. fans. I, I would think. like I would like to hear oh. from Tom about this actually. Tom, how would you approach being an A's fan? Have you given this some thought? Um I would approach being an A's fan like you would just any rebuilding team, I guess, where you have fun with players who shouldn't be succeeding but are like Brent Rooker, for example, yeah, right now, right, who's right. like sister picked him up in fantasy. <laughs> um, I think that being an A's fan, you're always going to have a little bit of an advantage in fantasy baseball because nobody knows any A's fans. And if someone's <laughs> potential for a breakout year, you're going to see him ahead of, ahead of anybody else. But being an A's fan is, is, uh, from what I've heard from every AIDS fan I've ever heard from in podcasts and videos and on Twitter, pretty much the worst baseball experience you could imagine. <laughs> yeah. Cause uh, not only like it's, it's not only the pirates thing, which the pirates of course have turned things around, but for years and years right now, at least for years and years, there's just no hope year in and year out. Some of the tigers have that going on right now too. It's not only that, but they're also going to take your team away. So I think yeah. part of it probably would be there would be an element of stick it to the man stuff like hey, let's find a way to make life terrible for our owner, yeah. which I approve of that in baseball fans here, here, let's go on with that. The. Uh, um, I think the worst part about Oakland is that it's such a his- like a storied franchise with like a rich history. Like you look at like other oh. teams like Tampa Bay who kind of scraped the bottom of the payroll. I mean, they're particularly success- successful the last couple of years, but they don't have this like storied history because they were an expansion team not that long ago right. of, you know, great win streaks, World Series in several cities like the A's do. Um, but yeah, um, what's yeah. His name? John Fisher out there in the A's has ran that, uh, ran, chased it away from Oakland. Yeah, and it feels like it was on purpose. It yeah, uh, intentionally so. on purpose. Intentionally and, so. and the guys they traded away to do it are all doing excellently, like Matt Olson, Sean Murphy, etc. They're they're all like outstanding, except for like Frankie Montas, who's hurt. And that Matt Olson trade is just horrific. A horrific yeah, trade. the Matt Olson trade's bad. I think the um the Sean Murphy trade might go down as one of the worst of all time. And yet they tried to out. rob us. Right. Though they hold the Guardians front office hostage for Daniel Espino and Gavin yeah. Williams. And yeah, they get told- a serious reason instead. Like, are you sure? You're not a serious team. I've been told that the the Guardians front office thought they had Olsen. They were pretty confident they had Olsen. It was jerked away at the last minute. So something about that Atlanta Braves foundation. Yeah, I think yeah. other teams are just uh, mad at the Guardians for being able to steal players left and right for decades. Yeah, um, they're hard to I, trade with. Yeah, and I think that they don't want to give the Guardians any any players. I I, I truly think it's just other GMs being petty at this point. <laughs> There's no reason. I, well, I they assume no that if the Guardians are interested in someone, that means we're going to fleece them. 
which yeah. is probably true at this point. But, <laughs> yeah, but let us let like, us fleece uh, you. Come on, I, I to quote that, Michael. Um, we're just really them. good at trades. Like yeah. <laughs> we can't help it. I honestly think that the A's have taken on a strategy in the last couple of years where they don't trade their good players to other like mid market teams. Like you look uh, at where they trade their players. Yeah, that the, makes sense. The Braves, the Yankees. I don't know there are any other major trades that they've had. Toronto, Toronto. Yeah, yeah Chapman. 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 Yeah, Toronto. So they've sent them to three of like the biggest market teams, and they will be. I'm guessing as a way to be like, oh, look at us, this little small team that can't pay for our own players. So we have we to have give it up awesome... for players who are bad. <laughs> it is. Who are bad. It, and it is sometimes more complicated for those small market teams to make deals, unless you're Cleveland and Tampa Bay, which I regret. I, I think they should not trade with Tampa Bay, but those Never two always again. seem to manage to make a deal one way or another. But a lot of times it can be hard if you're in those small markets, but yeah, the A's seem to be sabotaging everything. All right. So everybody remember that you're not ace fans and feel grateful for that. Remember we can take a series <laughs> for the Yankees tomorrow, which would make us all feel amazing. So let's hope we can do that. Uh, David Fry's here, and I think David Fry could hit lefties, so he that might be a nice change. That. I don't know how much else he could do. He might not be able to play defense. He'd probably play first because anybody could play first. Just ask Ron Washington. But he, he might only be <laughs> able to hit. He might be able to just hit left-handers, and we can really use that as a team. And yep. he's a fun guy to watch out there. I don't know. He just seems like like kind of derpy. I don't know if that's the right word, but he just somehow – I apologize, David. I mean it as a compliment. I am also a derpy athlete and I'm not an athlete like you are. Uh, but anyway, I'm just saying uh, that he's fun to watch when he's out there uh, in a certain way. And he hits the ball hard. That's what's great. Oh, I know a fun thing to do. If you're feeling bad and you're a dork like me, go to baseball savant, go back through the minor league game feeds and go and sort by exit velocity and clubbers clippers games and you'll see David Fry up in the top everywhere, 10 of every, yeah. every game. He just smokes yep. the ball. So that's good to see. That's good to see. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Imbo. I'm sorry. Mike keeps cracking me up in the chat. All right. Well, and so, the funny, yeah, the go funny, ahead, Greg. The funny thing is about David Fry is like, you know, everyone's walk-up songs are like these loud rock songs or rap songs, dance songs. David Fry, I used to laugh. I at every time in Columbus, because his is like this slow, super slow country western like bumpkin song. <laughs> and it contrasts with everyone else, you know, with you know, with your typical, you know, rap dance rock song. It's funny. You have the SpongeBob theme song immediately followed by that. Yeah. <laughs> is it a is it a George It was Street early song. last year when Ogon was still there. Is it a George Strait song? I asked this because I saw his wife's a huge George Strait fan on Twitter today. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. I didn't. I didn't recognize Strait's voice. I know a little bit of country music. But Let's all be I, kind to David Fry because I noticed that his wife Rebecca is on Twitter and she's very excited yeah. about David debuting. So let's all if be he kind walked to him up and to not call him a derpy athlete like some people <laughs> just did. If he walks up to all my exes live in Texas, I'll flip. Just one time <laughs> for me. <laughs> Oh, Quincy, I just wanted to say uh, when you Google David Fry, your article and your tweet come up as the first uh, search results. Yeah, yeah well, that's just because nobody's talking about him yet. In another month, everybody will be talking about him. Fangraphs, ESPN, they'll cover yeah. baseball for once in their <laughs> life and they'll cover David Fry. It's All Friday right. every day. The David yeah. Fry passing oh. bomb is going to hit. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you say? 
The David Fry passing bomb is going to hit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, for some reason, I thought, I don't know why, I just thought you said the David Fry con, like a convention <laughs> just for David Fry, which just made, oh, made I'm me not delighted. Opposed. Yeah, I know. I would go. I would go. I have my own little lanyard that say, like, Fry guy. Right. Have his, like, top 10 exit velos from Columbus yeah, down the lanyard. Yeah, yeah. We have, we have, like, if Dave, David, if you want to arrange this, the Guardians fan cast party live will lead it up. We will lead the different like seminars, like how to truly appreciate David Fry, the value of having an emergency catcher who you don't necessarily want to catch, but if you squint real hard, it's fine. Uh, the, the value of having that on your I still think much. that we could go with two catchers simply because I believe Zach Plezak could be our third catcher if we needed one. What an athlete. <laughs> Ernie Clement. I, my younger brother, um, on I took him to the home opener and we I was talking about how we have a new catcher this year. And he was like, Can't you just throw anyone back there? And I was I like so wow. I was like, no. <laughs> but maybe you can't. Maybe you can throw Ernie Clement or Zach Lezak back the, there. Ernie the Clement almost had a pitch class A and they were like freaking out last <laughs> year. The Brewers, yeah, they should forget about that. Poor Clement probably would have died there. That would not be good. But uh, the Brewers kind of have the philosophy. You could just throw anyone back there because they have some kind of magic catching factory where they yeah. can turn anybody into the demo- their demonic catching lab. Yeah, yeah. I was trying <laughs> to. Owen Miller right could be catching. He is playing center field, so you never know. He'd have to catch the ball first for that to happen. <laughs> yes. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. All right. Uh, anything else? He made, me, he made me appreciate Josh Naylor just because. Yeah, sure. Josh Naylor is not a positive war uh, offensively, but at least he catches it when you throw it to him and when it's hit to him generally. He's flexible too. Like you wouldn't yes. expect Naylor to be able to do splits and he just does it like Bobby Bradley did. And it's oh. like, okay. Yeah, that, that, reminds, that reminds me of a little vent as we end here. We're going to wrap up. Uh, I saw some people the other day saying that Naylor looks just as out of shape as he did last year. Those so people good. are crazy. Allie, you could chime in on this. Doesn't he look a lot better? I think he just, I mean, I don't know, I blame him for last year. Poor guy couldn't move around because of his ankle, but I think he looks a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. I think he looks a lot better. I think the last couple of days he looks alive. So that's great. Um, yeah. But he's moving better. I think he runs a lot better. I don't yeah. know if he looks different, but he plays better. The other day, is, he, he wiggled his butt pretty well, too. <laughs> yeah. That's got to be a good side gift. Yeah, so I agree. Not I everyone has it. Better. I think those people are <laughs> losing their minds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, Josh Naylor is kind of a meatball. Complimentary. Complimentary. He is a deceptively fast meatball. meatball. I always say, I always say he's barrel chested. He's very much like at a barrel barrel shape, and that's okay. I don't yeah. know if you guys, if you ever play like uh, like beer league or church league softball. Get the guys who have barrel chests to hit on yeah. your team. Like that's why he stays in. Fifty-five years old, or like even like seventy-five, who's like got a barrel chest, works on cars for a living. He'll hit you some bombs. And got those broad yeah. shoulders. Okay, yeah. this is this is the Tito philosophy. This guy has to be in your beer league lineup, so you have to have bat him against <laughs> left-handed pitchers in clutch yep. situations. <laughs> this is make, who you want up. That does make a lot of sense. That does make a lot of sense because the last time. Last time I batted there, 
we all got to, you know, we all got to drink beer and get ice cream after the game because he won us the game. So I woke up with game. ice cream all over the place. And too bad I we don't have popsicles. Pilk to celebrate. For real. Right. I'll yeah. still be drinking pilk every once did you, in a while. Did you pour, uh, Tom, did you literally pour one out for him? Like pour, pour a pilk out? Uh, I pilk? would, I would be lying if I didn't say it was more than one. <laughs> was it the mango chocolate pilk? It was mango chocolate pilk. <laughs> That's the um, kind that I want to try. It is with Mango Pepsi, which I cannot recommend enough. Oh, um, Mango Pepsi. oh I'm going to have to put that yeah. down. They don't Mango pay Pepsi. me to advertise, but I would gladly do it for free. Well, then Mango they Pepsi might have their elite. Christmas commercials with Tilk, and it's like, hello. <laughs> Mango Pepsi is elite. I agree. And I would try it with the chocolate milk. I should do it because uh, I also am a Pilk appreciator. <laughs> All right, the, the player. All right, well, thank you, everybody. Thanks for joining me a little bit late. Hopefully, people listen to this will feel a little bit better. And next week, I'm sure we'll be partying uh, in, like just like we used to because the Guardians will have figured it out. They'll figure baseball out. Everything will be amazing. See you later. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us, Tom, for the first time. Thanks for the rest of you. I'm, I hope you didn't hear my cat meowing too much. Leona. Oh, it's fine. Like, just basically not at all. Like, okay, that's good. <laughs> well, she just like started, like right as we were finishing up, she just started doing a thing where she was like, meow, meow, meow. And I was like, will you chill? Like, I'm busy. Right. They can sense fear. <laughs> they can. <laughs> they can. <laughs> this is true. I appreciate you guys. Always makes right. me feel better. Able to talk a little ball. Yep. Night, everyone. Yes. This has been the Cleveland Guardians FanCast. You can find us on any major podcast platform. Please remember to like, subscribe, download, rate, and review. Thank you for listening.